The Rick Jensen Show on AM 1150 and 1017FM WDEL. Email rick at WDEL.com. Text line 302-529-1017. It's also the call in line. And uh, one of the biggest topics when it comes to emails and, and texts is the fact that the election commissioner says you don't have to wear a mask to vote. And yet here's the governor saying if you're in grades, if your kid's in school, you know, first grade and up, they have to wear a mask. If you're out in public, you got to wear a mask. And, and and yet they're saying if you're going to vote, you don't have to wear It just doesn't make sense uh, at all. And the reason we, we wear a mask is, is to protect other people. Now, you know, I have invited the governor to be on many, many times. And as I've said before, you know, it's no elected official or bureaucrat or anybody else really has to be on the show and no one ever says they do. But I really appreciate the ones who do. Julianne Murray is uh, is running for governor, and, and I'm going to hold her to this promise because I've reached out to Governor Carney many, many times and and said, I'd love you to go on the show, make some, take some calls, and, and talk about the process and how you come by these decisions and all. And uh, he hasn't said no, he just doesn't do it. Right now, I'm not saying the governor, you know, needs to, or he's a bad governor because he doesn't do it. I would just love the fact that you have some people whose decisions affect your life in meaningful ways that will go on the air. Now they'll go on with news, uh, you know, TV, public TV, and uh, and and such like that, and and of course with WDEL news. And if I had my way, which you know I'm not going to because it's crazy, I'd love to have the governor on once a week. Right? Well, look, we have the. Uh, we have Daryl Scott on. He's commissioner for the Department of Elections. He's on every week. And my gosh, you talk about somebody who's under the gun and, and working with you know, like 100 people in the staff that he's grown to try to do some good things and help people out. And it's, it's always a challenge. But he's on every Tuesday right after the news at 1 o'clock. He'll, he'll be on today, too. And, uh, and I, I, you know, as an individual, just a person, me, doing what I do for a living, I really appreciate that because it brings you, so many listeners and people who are struggling and suffering, a direct contact with the guy who's running this office and you have an idea of what's going on, right? And because and, everything in the world's about expectations, whether it's uh, dinner plans or a marriage proposal, <laughs> what do we expect? And uh, Julianne Murray's on the phone right now. She's running for governor. Julianne, how are you doing? I'm doing just fine. And, um, you know, and uh, you didn't say it directly, but you said you're going to hold me to it. I actually put out a restore balance plan a couple of weeks ago where i said that one of the things was going to be that i would be on the radio at least twice a month uh to you know, for exactly what you're talking about uh, yeah that's and, not that's not good when, enough for me because because i want the jensen show <laughs> to be part of that as once a month i don't care about some other radio you know or at least if not if you're on wdel news uh especially with an interview like during delaware at nine o'clock in the morning oh okay that's that, that that's fine but you know for me well, Personally. and it's funny because because when your news desk called me about the restore balance, the guy said to me, "He goes, well, ha, ha, are you going to come on WDEL?" I said, "Are you asking me to?" And he said, "Yes." I was like, "Then yes." You yeah. know, so I mean, but, <laughs> but you know, but in but in all you know, in all seriousness, I mean, I think that it is important, you know, as a public official to you know to to stay in touch, and you know, and and the best possible way to stay in touch with what I call the forgotten citizens or the ordinary citizens is to take phone calls on a radio. I mean, I, you know, I'm comfortable on the radio anyway, but I, you know, I mean, I think that that's a very powerful way to keep the public, 
uh, informed on what's going on. So, I mean, I'm happy to do it as a candidate and I'll be happy to do it as governor. It's you know, I, I think that it's a it's a very, very valuable tool. Well, with and with that in mind, you know, sometimes we're serious and, and sometimes, you know, we're well researched and sometimes we're just goofy. And I love the fact that you have a sense of humor, too. Thank you. That's, that's awesome. You're very welcome. And, and, and it's real. I mean, this is I mean, I have, you know, and, and um, when you asked me to come on today, I, one of the things that is kind of fun and people don't realize this is that I've told you talking to you sometimes is like a chess match. You know, I, I have no idea what the topic du jour is going to be, but, you know, but I don't have to. You know, no, I, no, no, I, it's, know, it's, I, with me, it's, it's seriously, it's more like checkers. You know, it's, you, you only have to think one or two moves ahead, not, not three or four. Um, but you're right, because sometimes being on the show, you never know what's going to happen or what questions. You might have somebody who wants to ask about masks. And, and I think that's the question. We have Chris on the phone, and, and Chris would like to ask you uh, about the mask, because when the governor says uh, to the Department of Elections, you don't have to wear a mask when you're voting, but you do in school. Well, Chris, you go ahead and, and ask the question. Or not. All right, then. Yeah, I can. Well, well, let me just, I mean. Yeah, I, well, what, what, I what do you idea. say? Because it sounds like there's uh, there, there's some inconsistencies here. I would agree. And, you know, and, and when I heard it, um, I, I thought to myself, well, that's interesting that, you know, it's unconstitutional for voting, but it's constitutional otherwise. I do think that, you know, potentially that how they would carve that out is voting is uh, kind of its own, you know, it, its own amendment you know its own fundamental right that uh and and you know you cannot turn people away uh for for uh not wearing a mask but it's interesting and and i'm gonna i'm gonna rock the world a little bit here by saying this but i have reason for it so hear me out and that is when i talked to my campaign manager about it you know her response was I wonder if it's reverse psychology, you know, that, you know, now people who were going to be comfortable going to the polls are going to be uncomfortable because masks aren't required. And I thought that was, you know, kind of interesting. And then today, at least here in Sussex County, I've, you know, I don't know if it's happening upstate, two different people have called me that have gotten robocalls Mm -hmm. that say in the robocall, don't go to the polls and vote. Because oh, really? of the spike in coronavirus. Now, no kidding. Now we're quote. yeah. Now, now we're seeing that we're seeing these um, these flyers. For example, we had flyers that came from and emails that came from. Well, first of all, emails from Iran uh, that uh, the FBI discovered. Okay, these these are from Iran that were uh, threatening Democrat voters. And then we have some flyers and such. I think it was mostly out west threatening Trump voters. And now we have these robocalls. I mean. It, and the federal government has been uh, unable to control robocalls. So as a governor, what do you do about that? Well, and, you know, I mean, and so like as a candidate, what I'm doing is, I've, you know, I've asked people if you get the robocall, you know, and, and like if you get it on a voicemail, capture it, you know, and, you know, and, and email it to me, Julie at Murray for Delaware dot com, uh, because, you know, because I want to know about it. You know, as you know, as a uh, as a governor, there's a couple of different pieces here. So from a federal standpoint, you're spot on. There's you know, there's tele- the telecommunications act. There are you know, there are rules you know, um, about what can be, uh, you know, what can be included in a robocall. And, you know, and, you know, like one of the things in, in the political season is that you have to identify in the call who's paid for it. And, you know, so if we've got these robocalls that, you know, and, and again, I have not heard it, you know, these are, it's getting reported to me, the yeah. gist of it, which is, you know, don't go vote or you can get coronavirus. 
Um, you know, so I, uh, you, there are um, telecommunications acts federally as well as statewide. So, you know, I mean, uh, there is, I mean, what I would be doing as governor is, you know, encouraging the attorney general's office, you know, to, you know, to prosecute if, the, you know, if they are breaking you know, the Delaware code or they're breaking election laws, you know, to, to prosecute it. I mean, you can't just, you know, sit back and, you know, and not take action because that just emboldens people to, you know, into more bad behavior. Years ago, I talked with a previous state attorney general about how they go about prosecuting. Where do you get your leads? And they said it could be anybody just calling. It could be a radio a news story. It could be uh, a story that they see online, something that they say, oh, my gosh, well, look at this. We need to look into it. They can they actually have the authority to do that. So I'm wondering, why not just call her and say, um, you want to look into this? I will. And, you know, and you know, I, I took a call right before I came on with you, uh, you know, another one about this and the person did not capture it. You know, and uh, so I've actually encouraged the radio stations down here. I've you know, called two different ones saying, if your callers get this, ask them to capture it. And I'm going to say the same thing to, you know, to your audience. If somebody gets this call on a voicemail, save it. Um, you know, but I absolutely think that there should be an investigation about it, because in this particular case, it doesn't sound like it is, you know, a political party affiliated necessarily, you know, but um, it's a it's absolutely targeted at suppressing the vote. If you oh, are absolutely. Look, people, we, we know for know. a fact that the Russians are, are into it, the, the Iranians are into it, the Chinese are into it. And and I've never believed individually that they care who wins. All they want to do is disrupt the process and make people. Huh? Yeah, exactly. It's the the disruption. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you 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 never know. No. And and what I would say to people is, you know, this is, you know, um, if we, you know, and, and, you know, the governor and I have have very, very different views on, you know, on 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 COVID in terms of, you know, I, I he is operating from a place of fear and I am operating from a place of we need to stop the hysteria about this. COVID is yeah, real. you know, watching the the latest debate, you know, Joe Biden, uh, part of he uh, he painted a, a very dark and gloomy future. We're in dark times, very gloomy and and you know this overriding uh, idea of fear and then trump is trying to say well we're turning the corner it's going to be okay we're got a vaccine on the way and he's trying to be positive about this kind of thing and i don't you know how 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 do you actually reach the middle of that because neither one of those is resonating with all americans how do you reach the middle to resonate with all delawareans and that sort of thing julia how do you do that it, it, it it's a challenge but it is a you know a, a needle that i have been threading you know, and, you know, I, I firmly believe that, you know, that we do not need to be hysterical about this. You know, and, you know, and, and so I am honoring the fact that COVID-19 is real, you know, and that people with underlying conditions, it can absolutely be fatal for. Mm-hmm. However, let's look at the real numbers and, you know, and, and the fatality numbers in Delaware are 0.0. So that means 99.94% of the people who get this are surviving it. Okay. That, you know, that's, that number is a lot less than the flu, you know, and, and a lot of other things. So, but, yeah, but, 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 but not, the thing is though, but it is uh, for, uh, for many people, a deadly disease. It can be. Absolutely. It yeah. is. 
you know, it can, but, you know, but again, I mean, it's, you know, the, you know, and, and part of the challenge for, you know, for any, you know, governor or any public official is, you know, is, is trying to strike that balance. Uh, you know, I mean, you do not want a, uh, you, know, you don't want to get to the place where the hospitals are overrun. I mean, so, so I understand that, but I also right. think that at this point, the, you know, I mean, we are, uh, we may be saving the, you know, or, or, you know, are preserving the health potentially, but from, let's just, you know, flip over to like, the, you know, the economy and the schools. Um, I mean, untold damage being done on the other side of it. So trying to kind of strike that balance is, you know, is challenging. And, you know, and I don't feel like we're in balance right now. I think that, you know, we need to be, you know, I mean, uh, the, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, the school situation with you know, parents and students and, you know, and struggling with trying to decide whether you're working or whether you're staying at home to take care of your kids' remote learning. And, I mean, just the, you know, the fact that there was no full-time option even offered to parents. Has, right. You know, has a, a, a terrible lack of yeah. preparation. Terrible lack of preparation yeah. for people. Let's get to Chris. 529 uh, Christopher, yes, you're on with uh, Julianne Murray running for governor. Uh, hello, Miss Murray. Can you hear me okay? I can. Okay. I First, I want to congratulate you for being endorsed by the Delaware police. I'm a big fan of law and order. Um, I'm also a fan of your, I guess it's your cousin or your brother, um, Bill Murray. He's very good. (laughs) I enjoy um, Caddyshack. That was was a brilliant film. And and I'm, I'm, I... I really enjoy your other your other um, sibling Eddie Murray <laughs> in Caddy in um, yeah forty eight hours. Uh, uh, Mr. Walken, that's it's He's wonderful. Mr. Walken, that was uh, I think it was Eddie Eddie Murphy you're talking about, right? No, it's Eddie Murray. No, no, I, I, oh, oh, Eddie Murray yeah. is okay. Right. Oh, yes, player. he was donkey. Eddie Murray's a baseball player. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. I think I think you're busted. She's laughing and she knows. And that singer Anne Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Julianne, anything you want to say to our bad impression of Christopher Walken? Oh my gosh! You know, the, wow. Uh, you know, the uh, wow. Uh, you know, thanks for the thanks on the on, on the FOP endorsement. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, but you know what? Actually, I want to pivot on something that, and, and okay. that's another thing about me. I'm, I'm not subtle. I just say, "Hey, I'm going to pivot on this." Yes. Um, is there is a um, there, there is a march that's going to happen in Wilmington this Saturday, um, and it is it's a silent it's a peaceful silent march, and it's the it's the silent march for the unheard voices, and it's basically about the gun violence and the you know the, the people who have been killed in Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be on Mar- it's on Market Street, and I have you know I have been asked to speak at Rodney Square, and you know and and which I'm incredibly flattered, and I think that it is you know a heck of an opportunity because you know people uh, I think perceive you know the you know that Wilmington this is a Wilmington problem. No, it's not. Yeah. It's a statewide problem. And, you know, and so I'm actually trying to bring, you know, a, you know, bring Southern Delaware into, you know, into Newcastle to say, we have to deal with this, you know, as a, you know, as, as, you know, a group, the whole population has to address this. But I'm kind of uniquely postured because the, you know, because of my criminal defense practice, 
and the fact that I have, you know, I, I have really, you know, worked in, you know, I'm going to call it the minority community. I have a certain credibility to kind of some of what the issues are that they are facing. But I also understand and have the support of the law enforcement side. So I'm, you know, I'm kind of uniquely postured to bridge this a little bit. And what and, do you think you know, that is? What do you think that is as opposed to incumbent John Carney? Seriously, what do you think this is? Two things. One is that I am, you know, I am real. Okay. I mean, so I have, you know, I have life experience. I've worked in the private sector. I'm working with, you know, with people and, you know, and, you know, and the whole, I've used the phrase career politician versus, you know, a we the people candidate. I think that that's huge. I mean, I, I, I am you know, in the trenches, so to speak, and have, you know, have worked with and talked to moms and grandmoms and, you know, and, uh, and, and just regular people. That's number one. Number two is that because of from the trial lawyer standpoint, you know, I work with I have worked with law enforcement and actually have a good, you know, even as a criminal defense attorney, have a very good relationship with law enforcement because I, you know, I always hammer home the point. It's a constitutional guarantee to have effective representation. You know, so I've, you know, and I'm, you know, I engage with law enforcement, but at the same time, I also am very vocal about I'm not going to put up with bad cops, you know, because if you are a bad cop and they exist, okay, then and you you have breached the public trust and you make all of the other good cops look bad. So, you know, heavy penalty for that in my world. And that helps me in the community. So, you know, because I, you know, I am true to that and I have pushed on that. So it's, you know, I, I think that it is part of it is personality. Part of it is the ability to kind of, you know, articulate in, you know, in real words with real people. I think a lot of it. And, you know, and, and when Governor Carney and I are, you know, split screen in a debate, by the way, there's one tomorrow night on WDEL at seven o'clock teaser. Well done. Uh, you know, we are hugely different. I, it's just we are night and day in terms of our, you know, our personality and our ability to just kind of reach people. I am I am much more real. I come off as much more, um, you know, just kind of that that fresh perspective on things and sincere about a we the people candidacy. Yeah, that comes across politicians yeah. and having to pay people back. And, and I appreciate the fact you have a good sense of humor and you actually put up with uh, with our bad Christopher Walken. And that was funny. It's all, it's all it good. was fun listening to you laugh at that, and you recognized it immediately. Oh yeah, they're they're pulling a gag on me. So absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. You know who we can get away with. We were talking about that before. I was talking with Randy. Like you know, who can we get away with if we actually want to do a Christopher Walken with a candidate? And uh, and you came to mind. It's like of all the people we know, all the candidates. I thought, okay, this is the one we could do that with and see how far we go. And just you just caught it right off the bat and started laughing at us, and uh, that was awesome. As important and serious as all this is, you know, we often try to bring a little sense of humor to the show. On Saturday, yep. you've got this rally uh, at Rodney Square. Yep. What time is it going to be again? It starts at noon, and it actually starts at uh, the old uh, Speakman Park, and it, it, it ends at, at Rodney Square. So I think we'll be at Rodney Square by probably about 1 o'clock. Okay, so Speakman Park and then uh, to Rodney Square and starts at yep. noon plus. Uh, and thank you. I know that WDEL News is very appreciative. You came right out and said, by the way, you know, tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, WDEL.com. You've got a big debate going on with uh, incumbent Governor John Carney. 
Hey, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a radio personality, uh, but, you know, but at the same time, I get, you know, I, I get it. You could be, yeah. Well, you're easy to talk to. No, no, seriously, you're easy to talk to, and, uh, and you're easy to listen to, because, you know, we, we don't always have articulate politicians in the world, and I'm not going to say any more about that. (laughs) What I do want people to get is, you know, we are at, you know, and this is true nationally and in Delaware, we are at a tipping point. And, you know, and, and next Tuesday is Election Day. You have to vote. Everybody has to vote. You know, do I want you to vote for me? Yeah. If you don't, that's OK. But you have to exercise that. You absolutely have to vote. And, you know, and what I'm hoping is that people kind of do hear me and go, you know, she's kind of a regular person. Um, you know, I, and accomplished I and very smart. Yes, I know. Exactly. I happen to be all of those. And, you know, <laughs> and I think that, you know, that this is, you know, we, we have a chance here. And there are people that think that there is, you know, no chance of, you know, of my winning the election. And I can tell you, yes, there is. And I, it's, you know, it's very interesting to see what's happening and how it's unfolding. Julianne Murray uh, for governor. Thanks for being on. I appreciate it. Always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Thanks. I'll talk to you soon.